You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hey, how you doing? I'm a little tired. Yeah, uh, you should be. You had a big weekend, champ. Yeah, a little bit of a... This was my biggest wedding weekend. I had a wedding Saturday, and then I had a wedding Sunday. And Sunday, in particular, was a special day because this was the wedding of your brother-in-law. That's right. Yeah, my wife's my wife's brother got married uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I was in the bridal party, and you were the photographer. Yes, I was the photographer. Long day, like an eight-hour shoot, a beautiful resort, though. Kind of resort you go, and you shoot a wedding there, and then you're trying to think of an excuse to go stay there at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a real nice one. It's, well, we got a lot of those down here in in, in You do, Orlando really. Area. Orlando really is spoiled because you go and you're like, "Well, I'll just stay at this at the Wyndham and it's the Wyndham on a lake with a view of the fireworks in the park and and, and a lazy river and yeah, 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 and that's like every other place in Orlando that you go yeah, to stay and, in. And, and and the prices are pretty competitive like in a lot of depending on the time of year and 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 how you book your room, you could stay in somewhere like Super, super luxurious for the same price as most people pay to stay in a La Quinta. Yeah, <laughs> it's like La Quinta. So, yeah, La Quinta. Spanish, for, Spanish for next to Denny's. Sp- Spanish for the Quinta. I didn't write that joke. <laughs> Stand-up comedian wrote that joke. I don't remember who did it. La Quinta next to Denny's. Um, how are you? How are you feeling today, man? How you I'm feeling? all right. I'm a little. I'm a little tired. You know, starting to wear down. It's not so much uh, the physical exertion. I think with weddings, it's so much it's the sweating. The not drinking enough, the not drinking enough water, and then and then as a result, the aches and pains in your legs by the end of the night and, that you're starting and the again. standing for twelve hours, yeah, standing yeah. for twelve hours with your gear on, and then and then and it's not, really it's the drive home that gets you. The drive home is when you get out of the car, when you get back home after like an hour and a half of driving <laughs> home, that suddenly you're bent like at a ninety degree angle and you can't straighten up. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. That's yeah, well, bad. that's that's wedding photography for you. It's not for sissies, that's for sure. So before we went on the air. You said yeah. uh, you asked me. You said you know was I okay at the wedding? But ba- what I'm basically trying to find is I'm a, I I've shot many weddings. I'm a photographer, and I know that when a lot of times when you're shooting something and there's another photographer involved or as a guest, they can sort of get in the way and sort of be a pain in your butt. And so I I wanted to know from you was I okay? Oh, you were fine. Yeah, you were ju- you were just the right amount. I mean, there were like little things like one time you text me, you're like, the groom's mom is on her way up to the room. I was in the bride suite. And that was great because I was like, oh, great. I'll pop down there and get and get that shot real quick. And that was wonderful. It was just enough help. Uh, but there was one time which I, I, that I got, a, I got a pretty good kick out of. And that was uh, when all of y'all were in the uh, holding room getting ready to come out for the ceremony. And I'm out at the ceremony site. And they had put the guest book out where people could sign the guest book before they sat down for the ceremony. And what had happened, and, and I'd never really seen this before, what happened was that everyone had lined up to sign that guest book. So now we're coming up on 6.30, which is when we're supposed to start. And I'm looking Sun's at 20, going down. I'm looking at 25, 30 people standing in line to sign the guest book. And I'm like, we're, we're in trouble. Someone needs to pull the guest book and seat these people, or else it's <laughs> going to be dark when we start. Well, I can't stand, I don't know if you were this way, but I don't, uh, when you're working a wedding, you, you don't want to be too take charge. I mean, everybody's got a job, you know, the planner's got a job. You don't want to step on people's toes and you don't want to make the whole day about your needs. Uh, you know, so, but at the same time, because it was, 
Because you were there and because it was your brother-in-law's wedding, at the same time, I felt I had a little more vested interest in, in making sure things went well for them. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I don't want to go say something to the planner because she'll think I'm an a-hole. And I don't know if I want to say something to the bride or if I should just stay out of it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Gary because hey. Gary will know. So I go to you <laughs> and I'm like, Gary, uh, it's 6.30. We're supposed to be starting. People are lined up for the guest book. Uh, we're gonna, it's going to be dark before we start this thing. And you snapped into action. To save me from the embarrassment of having to get involved, you snapped into action, you dragged me over to the planner, and you said, tell her. <laughs> like the, the, the exact thing you were specifically trying to exactly, avoid. Exactly, I realized you, the exact the reason I came to you was because I didn't want to go to the planner and tell her. I didn't you want wanted to be, me to go to yeah, the planner. Well, no, what I wanted was for you to give me an assessment of like, you know, the mood of, of the bride. You know, you would be, you're in a better position to be able to know whether this is something that the bride and groom would care about or whether it's something that, oh, you know, they're not going to care if it gets dark, just you know, let it go. Don't worry about it. You know, that's what I, I would love. I would for. love for you to just walk up to that guest book as the sun's going, just grab it and chuck it into the <laughs> pool. Like, just go sit down, <laughs> sit down, sit down for the love of God. I've got a ISO, lighting situation. I'm at ISO 3200 right now. We haven't even started. <laughs> Starting the ceremony at ISO 3200. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I was looking for was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of insight. And you just dragged me right over to the planner. And you like, and you were like, and you just pointed at her and pointed at me and stepped back like, go. Go ahead, tell her. <laughs> we need to communicate, you guys. And then what the, the best part was, when I told it to her, she was like, yeah, we just pulled the guest book and told people to seat. And I was like, oh, you're already on top of this, which is even worse. If I had waited 15 seconds, I would have seen that, and then I wouldn't have had to say a word. Hey, man, it's it's all about choices. <laughs> It was uh, it was a great way. I thought you did a great job. Well, I don't know. Uh, it, it it was definitely um, it definitely was a little weird having you there. Yeah, knowing you were there. Yeah, although there was no, although you did nothing to make it weird. It wasn't like oh Gary's watching me or anything. But it was you know listen you you work weddings where people say I'm a photographer and this person's a photographer. But that's not the same as having a wedding photographer there who is you know in many ways better than you so yeah, that makes it you know not not that many ways well hey i uh i've shot like uh the weddings of in several of my friends like kids who are photographers and that's always I, yes. I, i've shot weddings before where half the people in attendance are professional photographers. i've done that too i've done that too <laughs> i shot one where pretty much the entire local guild was there right yeah and and i knew they were watching me it was in a pitch black hall. I had to set up multiple lights, and I knew that everyone was looking to see what's his lighting configuration. How's he controlling those, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so like and like with this wedding, I did something that I don't normally do, and, and even you were like, "So that's you know, what do you, what's going on there?" And that is, I decided that I was going to composite the group photo. Yeah, I saw you start to do it, and I just just shut my mouth because I go, <laughs> "Okay, let's see, let's see how this goes." And and from what you just showed me before we went on the air here. Uh, it looks great. Yeah, well, it was a situation where I knew we had six on a side, plus the bride and groom, plus the flower girl, the most beautiful flower girl in all of the world. My Ellie, that's yeah. right, was the flower girl. So it was a big line, and looking at where, and we couldn't shoot it outside because it had been raining. So I knew to light this whole thing, my only hope was to throw up two lights either side and pretty much wash it. But meanwhile, I've got a light in a softbox right here and an assistant. So instead, I put my camera on a tripod, and I just shot walking down the line and lit each couple individually, and then I'll composite them all together. So you'll all have nice, soft, dynamic lighting on each one of you, um, which, you know, you can't do if you don't have an assistant. You can, it's, not, it's not worth doing if you don't have a, a big soft box. You know, that's where you're getting the benefit of that, I think. Um, 
but and a tripod, of course, you have to have a tripod. Yeah, it looks great. I'm looking at it now. It looks and that flower girl is really cute. By the way, she looks cute. I got a little too excited because there was like the the ring bearer was like a little kid. He was like maybe 15 months old, maybe a year and a half, and he had as ring bearers have like a I'm going to say a 50 50 freak out and cry thing. Even at my yes. wedding, like yes. my nephew who was I think probably two at the time. Just had to be carried up the aisle, you know. The right. ring bearers, almost, you know. But my my little girl, two and a half years old, she just like a boss. Not only did she go right up the aisle, but she loved the attention. She was hamming it up. I she had to change. Like, I had to change cards after she got to the end of the aisle because I had used the entire card photographing your. Because she she would take two steps and then she would stop and she would maybe dump some flowers and then she would vogue. And then she would look at left and look to right and talk to everybody. And then she'd take like two more steps and she would stop. It was, it was yeah. There was a million. I took a million pictures it, that were coming down the aisle. It, it looked like uh, like a like a, a weird version of a of wrestler's entrance. All it needed yeah. was some. All it needed was some some smoke, and she'd have been uh, yeah. Someone was, standing uh, behind her holding a belt open the air. Yeah, and I was like. In, up there at the altar, like, yeah. yeah like, and I was like, she's crushing it. And I'm like, wait, wait oh, I'm sorry. This is not about my daughter, but she's, but, but by the way, she's crushing it. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, great wedding, crushing. though. Good time and, uh, and really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah it was it's good. It's good family, man. Good yeah. Stuff. It's fun. It's fun when you get to shoot a wedding where you kind of, I mean, you always know your clients, but it's different when you're shooting a wedding and you kind of know some people in the room. You feel a little bit, a little bit more like family. To them, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit more, which makes you, I don't know, enjoy it in a different way. You're, yeah, I mean, man. you're still in your head, you're still working, but at the same time, you're like, oh, this is cool, you know, I know these people. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I know. think it, I think it was pretty chill, and we had a good time. But it was it was really cool to get to see you to see you work. You do your methodical because every photographer, we all have the the things that we say, the way that we direct people, our methods for doing things, and it's really cool just to get to see somebody else work. Because I knew that you were you would do a good job. I, I gave them the names of like five or six photographers. I'm like, here, I think these are in your price range, um, and these, and you just got to kind of pick the one you like. And then they picked you, which was great. And so it worked out. I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're going to get great photos. And so I just got to sit back and watch you work. It was really cool to see the methodology of another shooter just go through a thing and have and be totally comfortable with it because I I mean everybody's been at a wedding or an event where you're watching a photographer screw it up right <laughs> like they are definitely doing a bad bad job but no it was neat I thought you were great you did you were nice and funny and efficient you're you're, you're good at your job man well thank you sir well don't you think it takes a little while when you start doing this before you slip out of panic mode and you start to realize like okay it's time to do this picture and you look around and you don't see the people and you're like okay that's okay they'll be here in a minute if we waste 30 seconds waiting it's not going to be the end of the world right. it took a long time for me to get to that oh yeah well there's a lot of anxiety yeah. in shooting weddings because it's like you gotta do it I but I towards the end of shooting weddings I got to the point where I was like okay well if they are not helping me make it happen yeah I've done everything I can to make it yeah. happen then they just don't get that photo well, that was me last night for the fireworks shot because uh, Cassie had said that she definitely wanted that picture of the balcony with the fireworks from Disney behind them. And so I'm going up there early to get it set up because I, you only get one shot at this. And I'm going up and I'm, I'm telling her, I'm like, okay, we've got to go. It's, you know, 10 minutes and we're going up to set up and don't forget and get up there. And she says, well, you know, if we don't make it in time or whatever, we don't get it. Worst case scenario, we'll just take some pictures on the balcony. And I'm thinking, no, no worst case scenario. We're getting this shot. I want this 
this shot. We're I mean, doing it. I've been thinking about this shot all day and planning how I'm going to like this shot. Now you're going to get in this shot. You're going to like it. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're Chevy. You're Chevy Chase making your kids go to Wally that's World. Right. That's you're you going to like it. You're going to have fun, damn it. <laughs> so yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, hey, but so it was we, a good time. It's a good time all the way some, around. Uh, feedback on the facebook page this week um i posted the episode so sorry everybody that episode was late last week but uh, you know life gets in the way hey it's free so quit complaining and that, speaking of stop complaining i posted on the group it's here now stop complaining and then david morgan comments if we didn't complain you wouldn't believe that you actually had tens of fans we do we do in <laughs> fact have tens of fans we have we have thousands and thousands of fans oh we're lucky lucky guys you we're and me. just humble we're humble with our tens we of are fans. So uh, we got um, – there's some big news in the photography world this week uh, and some stuff that's been going around, and I thought that uh, maybe we could address the, the big sort of Lightroom update. And right. there's a whole overall Creative Cloud update that's come out, which I haven't downloaded yet because I'm terrified to do it. I never want to do those big updates until they've been out for like six months. Yeah, I haven't updated the last one. Yeah, and so, uh, right, we got a message through the Facebook page from Bruce Press who said, I'd love to hear you discuss the freakout over Adobe's announcement. I don't get it. While I think the desktop performance is still problematic, they are expanding and enriching the Lightroom ecosystem with some amazing capabilities that I'm already taking advantage of. The subscription model is appropriate within the context of moving toward a more service-oriented product. I pay annually for On One and Portrait Professional to get new features. How is that really different? So... Uh, that'll open us up into the Lightroom thing. And so well, for those of you who are listening who don't know, I've got a great article on The Verge um, that sort of describes it. Uh, the big thing I think that people are confused is that they've launched this new, more complex merge version of, of, of Lightroom Mobile. And they've also <clears throat> relaunched the Lightroom, the desktop version that we have. And they're both called Lightroom. And one's called Lightroom CC and the other one's called Lightroom Classic. And so they're just sort of like a, it seems like kind of a branding goof, but I think people really hung up. I saw, I probably saw a dozen different photographers post on Facebook and Instagram about making funny memes about how like Adobe is doing something really stupid. And I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I guess I just don't care what it's called. Because so wait, so Lightroom, so Lightroom Classic is Lightroom Mobile. Right. Lightroom, no, Lightroom Mobile is now Lightroom CC. And it's, let me explain. Uh, okay. This is the, uh, in fact, I found this article on The Verge, and it's the best, simplest, shortest breakdown of the whole thing, and it puts it in a pretty positive light. And I, I've seen some people saying that, one, that um, Lightroom uh, Classic, which is the Lightroom we all know and use on our computers, um, is, uh, has been redone to the point where it's faster and, and works better. So here, here's what the, um, what, what the Verge has to say. Adobe's uh, best photography management and editing app is evolving in a big way today. The company announced an all-new cloud-connected version of Lightroom with a more approachable look and feel and a deep connection to the mobile app that will let you progressively edit a photo in near real time across multiple devices. It's called Lightroom CC, a reference to the company's Creative Cloud subscription service. Lightroom CC is going to be available a, f a few ways all starting today. It can be purchased on a standalone $10 per month subscription, which comes with one terabyte of cloud storage. This is the option Adobe expects most new users or ones who don't need access to Adobe's other programs to select. Adobe is also adding it to the current Creative Cloud Photography subscription plan, which does include Photoshop Bridge and the current version of Lightroom with 20 gigabytes of storage. And if those users want to upgrade to the full terabyte cloud backup option, they'll only have to pay $5 more a month. 
Photographers who love or hate the existing version of Lightroom won't lose that app. Instead, it's being rebranded to Lightroom Classic. It's also getting some updates like faster boot speed, file imports and image previews, and some better masking tools. Adobe understands that many photographers are too deeply tied to the workflow file system and look and feel of the, quote, old Lightroom, so it isn't going to just pull the rug out from underneath them. So basically, it's like you have, they want, they're pushing stuff into the cloud, so they've made the desktop version of Lightroom faster and more efficient, but they've also developed this mobile platform. And by the way, I have to say, for $10 a month is is just for the terabyte of cloud storage. Yeah. $10 a month is worth it. I pay yeah. way more than that for my cloud storage. So like that's ridiculous. And it's it's where it's going to be work more intuitively with like the iPad Pro and like stylus and stuff like that. So it's just it's it's going to be a really cool thing for, you know, photographers who work on the go a lot and who shoot on location a lot. It seems like that Lightroom CC is going to be pretty cool. Although I do admit that the name is confusing, but I think that's what they're pushing Lightroom to. They're kind of just kind of weaning us off of the desktop computer-based stuff, and I think that's sort of how it goes. But I, I use Lightroom a little bit, but you know, I'm 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 super tied to it. You and I are like the only two people who don't use it. You and I use Bridge, right. and I and I every once in a while I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this wedding into Lightroom, and I and I'm gonna use Lightroom, and I and I know it would take some time. I guess I can't work as fast as I can in bridge and i just don't like the proprietary side of it i don't i don't like that now you're working in lightroom you've got to work in lightroom right if you're going to move if you're going to move something around you need to move it around in lightroom you can't Uh, just open up the browser and move these files to this folder or whatever no no because that's going to screw up your lightroom i don't like that at all i just i want it bare bones i want just the folders what is the, the, the the strongest feature of lightroom which is the cataloging which makes it very easy to find images that you took of as long as you you're tagging things as you're importing them then you can go okay I'm looking for a headshot from 2016 and the person's name and you can pull up any image which is fantastic but um you know it's also the thing I hate the most because it makes it a big bloated turd of a program and it's yeah. I mean I just I even switched everything over to Lightroom for 6 months at one point say everybody says this is great I'm going to do it and I I, I hated it. Like uh, the powerful editing, and it's an amazing feature-wise. It's so deep. It's just a phenomenal program, especially with all the plugins and stuff you can connect to it. But it's just I cannot get past the big bloated turd of the cataloging system. I don't want to have to import stuff in. I organize my stuff a certain way, and I don't want to have to reorganize everything just so that I can use this program that does slightly more than the one I'm already using. Yeah, I just all of everything. Everything I shoot goes into a folder uh, for that year, and and the name of the folder is the date that I shot it, and the name of the people that were there. So if you ask me to find something from four years ago, I'm like, okay, I can go right to four years ago. There they are in order that I shot them and by name, and I can just look. There it is, right there. There's the whole wedding. There's everything is right there. Don't don't have to open Lightroom. You know, I can grab something there, move it around, do whatever I want to do, and that's you know. That, that for me is why I've never I've just never been able to make the switch to Lightroom. Well, that's me. That's me too. Exact same reason. But um, I think for the people that use it, they love it, and so I think. Oh, that's... absolutely, they love it, and they look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, <laughs> we're like we're definitely definitely in the minority on Lightroom. I actually don't even use Bridge hardly at all anymore. I mostly use Canon Digital Photo Professional because right, it's like for raw processing. Yeah, you could you absolutely could not use this really for a wedding because it's it's very very slow, but the image quality is phenomenal. We've we've talked about that in previous right. episodes. But for quick processing, like real estate photography, I'm still using Bridge and Camera Raw, but you know, 
this uh, th- this is what they're doing. The whole world, everything is going to be going to mobile devices. And this is a thing that I think people really need to get on board with. This is something that you cannot get away from. I And I hear people constantly complaining about, well, everything's subscription and everything's cloud-based and everything's web-based. And like, yeah, because that's... That's the way that the world is going, and there's just you're going to only be able to hold on to your horse and buggy for so long before you're not going to be able to drive it down the interstate anymore, you know. And um, and and it's okay to like the way things that the way things are, but you're going to have to get on board. Everybody's going to have to get on board with like doing things mobile and lighter. If you look at my when I first started my business, and I'm big into Google Analytics, I've always kept track of what's going on on my website. It was probably about 15 to 20% of the visits on my website were from a mobile device. Because we started our business in the very early days of smartphones and tablets and stuff. And now it's like 70%. 70% of the traffic on my website is from a mobile device. The whole world is going mobile to the point where people don't even watch videos in landscape format. They take pictures and videos with their phones straight up and down, even though mon- other your TV and your computer monitor are yes. like... Yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, it's it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy, but um, it's crazy <laughs> there with it the phones with up the phone. and down, and I don't know. I I just don't understand the resistance. You know, you have teams and teams of a lot of really smart Japanese people making this great software for us, and um, and so I think that uh, you just kind of got to get on board. Digging your heels in isn't going to make it not. You know, no. All you're gonna do is you're gonna be the guy in a few years who who just would not give up Windows XP. He still got it. It's still, <laughs> it's still on his laptop, and he's like, "I'm not. This is the best one. They haven't made one better yet." Like, you're just gonna have to get on board, and and right. and you'll get comfortable with it. But I do agree that the naming of it is a little odd. Like, isn't that a slightly confusing? Um, but at the same time, client end, it d- doesn't really matter. They could just call it like Lightroom Blue and Lightroom Yellow, and who gives a crap? Just use oh. use what you use. I gotta, I'm gonna walk away from the microphone for a second because I have to reach over here. Bye. Ah. Okay. What do you got? Back what do you got? I I didn't want to forget. I didn't want to forget that this weekend I saw Steve and Steve Steve Satchio printed up. Yeah, Steve Satchio has printed up T-shirts for us. <laughs> Uh, with photobomb on the front, photobomb is on the front, and on, on the back is the Tommy Toughnuts logo that he created. <laughs> this is from what was this a year ago, maybe that you and I went on went on a rant about the guys who dress like they're in a motorcycle gang who are like fifty years old or something like that. Yes. And, and you said, and you said off the cuff. Meanwhile, here comes Tommy Toughnuts, yeah. and I and I thought. That's a guy, Tommy Toughnuts. I've never, I've, I've met that guy. Yeah, everybody and knows Tommy Toughnuts. Yes, and there's a logo. He created a logo, and we put it on the Facebook page. I remember when he did it, and now he's created T-shirts. And so I have a couple of T-shirts here. I have one for you, and one for me, and a couple of extras. He said in case we wanted to give some away. Let's oh, uh, so, let's uh, make sure we get a picture of that. We'll post that on the page today. Yeah. Um, so that it goes live with the episode. Because Steve, thank you for that level of dedication. Yes. Well, we have at yes. least one fan, and his name's Steve Saccio. That's right. Um, he actually came down to Orlando and did a. Um, uh, he did the Google 360 tour pictures for my studio that are on our Google listing. Yeah, Steve's a good dude, and thanks for mm-hmm. that. Uh, I always prefer Tommy Toughnuts over Billy Badass. I just think that Tommy Toughnuts is a little funnier. There's more character yeah. in there. I think I like <laughs> Tommy Toughnuts definitely better. Thanks, Steve. That's really cool, man. So, oh, by the way, I have to t- say this too because this was genuinely funny when I was hanging out with you and the other groomsmen. And you all started ranting once again about the horrible Benny Hanna. Oh yeah, Benny Hanna. That, yeah. that you went to, 
And Dave, the best man. Dave, yeah. He said, he said the the chef was so bad that when he finally did make the choo choo train out of, out of the <laughs> onion rings, that he pushed it over to you guys and said, "Yeah, here's the train to Auschwitz." <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I genuinely appreciated that joke. That was funny. Yeah, I was, that was not that did not actually like the, happen. The world's worst Benihana chef. Oh yeah, yeah. Benny, welcome to Benihana's, sponsored by depression, yeah. sponsored by Zoloft. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, oh my goodness, I, I was now I, now I really want to go to that Benihana's. Yeah, it's it's the one. It's, it's in Miami. It's right on the water down on Miami Beach. Just make sure you go. It's the it's a it's a big old failure pile and a bowl of sadness. <laughs> it's really like old, the saddest fried rice you'll ever eat in your life. That's uh, it's pretty amazing. All right, have we got anything else we need to talk about? Yeah, today? we had the uh, the FPP, this Florida State uh, uh, Focus uh, Makeup con- uh, Competition was yesterday. Yeah, that's you know, it's funny. That's exactly what it says on the t shirt. Yeah, they ran out of space. <laughs> It's like the guy, it's the football player from Eastern Europe whose name doesn't quite fit on the back of his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Astro Bamamar Yeah, that took, place, uh, that took place this last weekend, uh, the uh, FPP um, uh, competition for their awards and everything. It was a record number of entries yeah, it was. this year, like is my understanding. Yeah. Did you enter? I did. All right, how, how did you do? Uh, I did good. I uh, entered six images, and I, I went six for six. So that was pretty cool. Right. Yeah, I got. Uh, I think my scores were 88, 86, two 83s, and two 80s. All right. Yeah. Oh, 80s. Yeah, that's on the that's on the borderline. I live in 80s, man. Like 80s, that merit line. I absolutely. That's where I live. You know, it's like I'm always I'm always crossing my fingers because my most of my images merit on a challenge. Like <laughs> it's not like it's, yeah. it's. I'm not flying over the finish line. That's I'm me. skidding across as I trip and roll and Chevy Chase Pratt fall my way, bringing 16 chairs looped around my ankles across the line to 80. That's typically where I live. Now, did you enter um, into this FPP, the image that is up for the GA yes. Award? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it your highest scoring yes, image? Yes, it was. My highest score I- image but, ever in the state competition, which was pretty cool. But 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 it didn't crack 90. Nope, not quite. <laughs> Travis... <laughs> That's that's just it, it scored eighty six. Yeah, there's a little something here. It scored, there's a scored little something right here. Out of the gate, and um, then it got challenged up. You act like that's a good thing. An eighty six. That is well, you know, they if if you score in the excellent category right out of the gate, that means somebody's got you up in the next category. So that means there's a good chance you're going to go higher. So if you you know what I mean. So like that, if you start over eighty five, that's pretty good. And it got challenged and then talked up to from an eighty six to an eighty eight. I'm like, why are you guys wasting Ooh. your time? Just leave yeah. it at eighty six. Like, we don't. We really don't care. Do you care about the individual number? You just care about the category. Right. Well, it- I only you know it, 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 the way that they figure. And a lot of competitions do this at different states and levels. Is they figure the the photographer of the year in the top ten by average case score or something like that. So they take at Florida. I think they take your six, uh, you know, your six best scoring images and make the and then the average of those six. Oh. Okay, well then it can't yeah, so matter. So a couple I of points do matter, but you know, for the most part, um, in most competitions, it doesn't matter. As long as the category is a category, but you no, know, it was fun. I thought that um, even with Hurricane Irma and having the Florida Focus Convention canceled, which we were supposed to do Photobomb Live at, 
Um, but they rescheduled this. They put it together so that everybody who paid and entered images in the competition still got a competition with qualified judges. And I think Linda Long and the volunteers who put that together did a fantastic job. They did. I was enlisted on uh, Friday. I got the text of, uh, we're over at Kay and Kevin's and we need to haul a bunch of tables. And uh, you wouldn't know someone who has a truck. Yeah, you, that guy. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. Don't own a truck. Yeah. I'm telling you, if, unless you yeah. want to be the guy who helps everybody move. Don't own a truck, Boo-Ray. That's a huge right. mistake. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they got it back because I was at a wedding. Get so. yourself a, a nice Camry and nobody will ever ask you to move their stuff. And here's another thing that, uh, that you know you've been shooting weddings for a long time. When you drive to a venue and you're trying to find the venue and you're like, I wonder what this venue is going to be like. And then you get there and you look around and you're like, I've shot a wedding here before. Yeah. <laughs> and you just totally didn't even realize you were sad. And that's what happened. Uh, on Saturday, I was at a venue. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see what this is going to be like. Let's get there early so we can scout the place out. And then I pulled in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've shot here before. I know exactly what this is. I know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. And I just totally forgotten that I had shot in there. It was like, I don't know, five years ago. Yeah, I do that now sometimes with like uh, corporate jobs because a lot of the big companies are in the same parts of town. So I'll go shoot like 50 headshots for this firm and I'll do team shots for this. And I end up going to the same building. I'm like, where is this? I'm like in the parking garage. Like, oh, I've got three other clients in this building. I do the I do right. Groundhog Day with corporate photography all the time. All right. Yeah, man. What else? Uh, we got stuff coming up. What do you got coming up? I got nothing. Just Imaging USA coming up in January. Right. So, by the way, speaking of Imaging USA, there is a – if you out there in uh, podcast land um, think that you want to be an instructor for Imaging USA 2019, which is going to be January of 2019, um, the applications are open. If you go to imagingusa.org slash speaker application, I think it's speaker hyphen application, or if you just Google Imaging USA speaker application, the first link will come up. Um, fill out the application and throw your hat in the ring because uh, in, in, in November and next month, uh, the committee that decides who speaks at that convention is meeting. And so I, I happen to be on that committee and uh, we're going to help decide who the speakers are. And so if you have something to say, if you've got what it takes, just apply. You can do it. And uh, all- <laughs> you, you know who else is on that committee? <laughs> I'm on that committee. Oh, yeah, Gary. you are, aren't you, this year? Okay. <laughs> Look, you're new. Committee. Okay, you're new. I was like, oh. That's the grand. I've been on the committee. This that, is my fi- That right there encapsulates our entire relationship. <laughs> Me not being aware of, no, you, of who's on the committee, which I chair. Yes, you're the chair of the committee. I'm on your committee. But I don't yes, pick who's on I'm it. I'm on that committee. I just go. Yeah. And I, this is my fifth right, year. You just go and, it's and then really, see who's there. It's really cool. I'm excited for you to see the process, though, because it's a really cool. No, I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Because it's very much going to be like being in the uh, – and the NBC room trying to figure out what shows are going to go on the next fall. You know, you got the whiteboard and you got the, the cards and you got to move things around. And what's, go, what's going to be on Wednesday at 8? Not Modern Family. And we'll be doing that with, you know, who's going to be speaking at, you know, 2.30 on Tuesday. Not Boo Ray Perry. Who's gonna be? Exactly. So that's, I'm looking forward to that Yeah, part it's going it. to be real cool. Also coming up, uh, what else do we got? We got the January. You're going to be speaking at Imaging USA. I'm going to be speaking at the Society of Wedding Portrait Photographers in London in the same week. And then in February, I will also be at the PhotoPro Expo in Cincinnati, and that's PhotoProExpo.com. And uh, I think that's I think that's. It. Oh, I also just signed up to speak at the Florida Photography Workshops in June, which is even farther away. But I'll be doing a whole two day class there. That'll be really fun. So that'll be good stuff. All right, all right. Uh, don't forget, you can find us online. All you have to do is go to our Facebook group, which is Facebook.com/slash/PhotobombPodcast, or you can find us on our website, PhotobombPodcast.com. You can find. Gary at HughesFiorelli.com. Yep. 
You can find me at BooRayPerry.com, and you can send us an email, questions at PhotobombPodcast.com. We'll see you back here again next week. All right, see you later.